Today's episode of the WAC Podcast is brought to you by Hercules Tires, the official tire of the Western Athletic Conference. And now here's your host, Eric Danner. Welcome to the WAC Podcast. My name is Eric Danner. WAC football starting this week for the first time since 2012. It's been nine years since the WAC sponsored the sport of football Thursday night. Two games to watch. Lamar University, first WAC team to have a home game this year. They play North American on opening night. That will be a 7 p.m. local time kickoff. And defending national champion Sam Houston travels to Northern Arizona for their opening game. That will be in uh, altitude, not too far from the Grand Canyon, and uh, and that will be a 6 o'clock local time kickoff in Arizona in the Mountain Standard time zone, uh, whereas Denver, for example, where we are, is uh, Mountain Daylight time currently. Saturday, we have three more games being played. The featured game of the week is Tarleton at Stephen F. Austin, so opening up with a conference game right off the bat. That'll be a 6 o'clock kickoff from Homer Bryce Stadium in Nacogdoches, Texas, and we will have Kobe Carthel, the very colorful coach, on in our next segment here. Abilene Christian travels to SMU. The uh, Wildcats have a tough assignment there as the Mustangs are picked uh, rather high in the American Athletic Conference. That is, again, a 6 o'clock local time kickoff, and the nightcap will be Dixie State, the Trailblazers hosting Sacramento State. So they uh, actually have two home games to start the season there at DSU and St. George. That'll be a 7 p.m. local time kickoff. All of those games on ESPN+. And now here's our interview with the colorful Colby Carthel. Eric, thank you. It's uh, great to be here and, and uh, talking about WAC football for the first time in many moons. So uh, it's <laughs> around the corner, though. So bringing, bringing the WAC back in that. Yeah, and it's been 12 years, uh, or since 2012, I should say nine years, since we've had WAC football. And the first conference game right off the bat, Stephen F. Austin against Tarleton. You've been around football for a long time, Coach. Opening with a conference opponent, does that change your preparation uh, getting ready for the season? I don't think it really changes anything in terms of your preparation. puts a little more uh, uh, on, on it in terms of, you know, stakes for the year, you know, a lot of times, you know, the, the big dogs, they start out with some patsies and, you know, warm up games and everything else. But uh, when you're thrown right into a conference game, you know, you're, you're playing, playing for a ring uh, right there. And so uh, the sense of urgency has got to be there throughout fall camp. And, and as you prepare into game week, just to be ready to play, because you don't want something, you know, some mistakes you made in week one to end up costing you a conference championship or trip the playoffs, you know, week 11. I got to imagine everybody's chomping at the bit to hit another team. Uh, as you mentioned on WAC Football Media Day uh, about a month ago, Coach, you, you guaranteed me that a, a purple team was going to win, and that's going to be the case. Yeah, purple and white, one of those, one of these guys, <laughs> one of these teams are going to pull it out. So uh, I just hope uh, we, we coordinate our uh, jerseys the same. Or there, if, if we all show up in dark jerseys, we could have a, a lot of interceptions and turnovers in that game. It'd be awful confusing, but – no, it's a really good uh, opponent come to town here, Tarleton State. You know, they came in here in 2019, our first year, and really, uh, you know, put a whipping on us. And, uh, you know, we've improved a lot since then. And I think it's going to be a fun opportunity for us to kind of gauge uh, where we've come as a program and, and hopefully uh, find a way to win a ball game Saturday night. Yeah, Tarleton as an opponent, it's only their second season in Division One. But as you know, Coach, having been in the Lone Star Conference in Division II, Tarleton was always really tough. And then they're in the spring, 
they were able to knock off New Mexico State and FBS teams. So how do you prepare for the uh, Texans attack this week? Oh, you, you better be on your A game. Coach Witten, who is actually a uh, SFA alum, he played mm -hmm. quarterback here back in back in the heyday, uh, uh, does a great job of that program. It's his third stint there at, at uh, Tarleton State. And I was part of the Lone Star Conference there for right at 20 years. And so I've gone – last year was the first year of my 23-year coaching career that I didn't actually compete against Tarleton State. So got a lot of history with these guys. It's been a very streaky history. Uh, I don't think I beat them my first five years of coaching and beat them like 18 years in a row. And now I've lost to them three times in a row. So uh, I'm hoping to get that thing flipped back uh, going the other the other way. But just years past uh, playing them, I know they're going to be very, very well coached, very athletic. Some of those guys that just absolutely, uh, you know, manhandled us in, in 2019 are still on their roster. And so uh, we've we're going to have our work cut out for us. It's going to be a tough game Saturday night. Well, football is back in the whack. It's going to be Saturday night in Nacogdoches, as you mentioned, Coach, Homer Bryce Stadium, a place in the fall last year you, you were able to go undefeated. How important is it uh, to have that uh, home field advantage to protect your home field there? You know, everybody wants to win at home. That's where all your fans and alumni and boosters, you know, really get a chance to see you play. And, you know, there is some you know, positives to being home. You're, you're in a familiar locker room and you've got access to things that you need uh, up until game time. And, and so uh, you do want to get off to a great start. You know, what's neat this year is we've got a brand new uh, field, Jimmy Murphy field. We're dedicating that uh, former lumberjack who's, uh, you know, lead gift, you know, got us a brand new playing surface. It's really state of the art, the uh, AstroTurf 3D1 with the Brock field. We've actually, instead of a bunch of rubber pellets on the ground, it's lob, it's chewed up loblolly pine wood. And so mm -hmm. that's kind of fitting for the lumberjacks to have a bunch of pine wood <laughs> in their in their infield. But it's uh it's gonna be fun, you know, uh, a fun environment. You know, this place has been hungry for a winter for a long time. We had really good crowds, even with limited capacity last year through the through the pandemic. And now with it being open 100 percent capacity, I expect a big crowd Saturday night. And and I hope, hope we can produce and put a product on the field that they'll come back and see time and time again this fall. Yeah, I was just talking with Kevin, your SID there at Stephen F. Austin. We have the commission going to be coming down to uh, Nacogdoches for that game. And what's the atmosphere going to be like? You mentioned you had some fans last year, uh, not nearly the capacity. I got to imagine everybody's really excited to be able to, to see a game in person this year. And if, if the commission is coming, you know, it's going to be a big game. So ex excited to have Commissioner Hurd here. And and I know this kind of a feather in his cap uh, just to, to bring football back to the WAC. And so uh, we're excited to host him. And and like I say, our, our ticket sales have been phenomenal. Uh, tailgates, uh, you know, they're lined up and around the, around the, uh, the block there to, to get in and, and set up. So uh, the band will be performing, and and I expect really, uh, you know, we've got some a really good enrollment and uh, with students back and on campus, and so I expect a, a you know, a good crowd uh, Saturday night. Tarleton will travel well. They've always traveled well throughout the years, and so I know they're they they're bringing their band over, and so it should be an electric atmosphere and uh, two good teams going at it. Coach, we had a chance to visit with a couple of your players during a WAC football media day. Trey Self, your quarterback, defensive lineman. Dennis Asaga Day. I, I know recently uh, it was announced some of your single-digit numbers, and those guys are both single-digit numbers. T tell us what that means and why that's important for those guys to have the single digits. You know, uh, nowadays it's just uh, the super cool thing. Everybody wants a single digit, and uh, 
I, I wore number 99 back when I played, so I must have been the most uncool guy on our team. But uh, it is, it's their coveted jerseys. And, and I think uh, a lot of times it gets to be a popularity contest. Feelings get hurt. It's a nightmare for a head coach to try to please all 100 players in the jersey number they get. And so, uh, you know, we, we kind of adopted this from Matt Rule and the Baylor Bears. He, he, inst he instituted it over there a few years ago. And you vote on it. Uh, your players actually vote on it. And so, uh, and, and we go through the criteria, what it means to be a single digit. And it's not, it's not so much your best players or your most popular. It's just the guys that exemplify what it really means to be a lumberjack day in, day out you know, 24 seven in the classroom, in the community and on the field. And, and so we, uh, we, nom or we elected four uh, there after the, after spring ball. And uh, those two guys actually were elected then. And then we had three more at the end of uh, summer access, summer workouts. And then we just got through uh, doing three more this, this past week. I'm fixing to tweet another one actually today. So uh, it's a, uh, it's a great honor. And, and again, it's your, you know, cuts down on the on the complaining you know some old boy that wanted to be number six and you know he's third on the depth chart and is a you know true sophomore and doesn't even see the field you know listen pal get in line you know that's up to your teammates as to who's in number six so earn it next year and and get voted into a single digit well coach you mentioned you were number 99 during your days i believe at angelo state uh, on the defensive side of the ball but you're number one in the hearts of Sarah Carthel, you talked about on media day, how lucky a woman she was. Can you kind of explain to our audience why she's such a lucky woman? Well, if anybody was paying attention to college football <laughs> last year, or even the uh, ESPN brought back the college football promotional video the other day, saw a uh, side of me, they probably wish they had enough, but got a little excited last year uh, after a, a, a overtime win against Abilene Christian and ESPN had told us the national feed was off and we weren't on TV anymore and we were celebrating. They hit me with the water and I happened to fall out of my shirt and swing it around, celebrate a little bit with the players. It was just a fun moment and a big, big win for our program. We was having some fun and go back in the locker room 20 minutes later and they're, you know, grab their phones, coach, you're on national TV. And it went viral and I uh, was rather, uh, could have been humiliating for most people, but luckily I don't have uh, body shaming problems and uh, I can I can roll the punches as water off a duck's back. But I told everybody, now everybody knows what a lucky lady Sarah Carthel is, married to this dad bod with all the chest hair. Well, Coach, uh, uh, as a fellow dad, I'm very impressed that you had the uh, courage to, uh, to show the nation uh, what you look like with your shirt off. I don't know if it's courage or crazy or, you know, <laughs> no gumption at all, but it uh, it happened and you just kind of, Kind of got to kind of got to own it now and and uh, just uh, move on. A lot of a lot of people in this world take themselves way too serious, but Colby Carthel is not one of them. Well, Coach, uh, we wish you good luck this week against Tarleton. That's going to be a six o'clock Central Time kickoff on ESPN Plus. We can't wait to get started. Should be a lot of fun. I appreciate you having me. Excellent. Right. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and check out our website at waxsports.com.